Welcome to Come Follow Me Mental Health Insights with Dr. David Morgan. Each week we'll review a concept from the Come Follow Me lesson and talk about applications to improve our mental and emotional health. Welcome to episode 35. This week we are studying Psalm 102 and 103, 110, 116 through 119, 127 and 128, 135 through 139, and 146 through 150. It's the last of our um, weeks studying the book of Psalms. And I've really enjoyed uh, going through these. I will admit that I have not read Psalms com- very completely. I did read the, the whole standard works one year um, all the way through but I tend to focus my studies on the Book of Mormon. So anyway, it was nice uh, reading through these. I appreciated the opportunity. And this podcast, we're going to follow the example that we did in the last two, where we're going to explore some truths contained in the Psalms and then look at how a better understanding of those truths can help increase our mental health. So here are a few ideas uh, from this week's reading. Psalm 102, verses 2 through 13 Hide not thy face from me in the day when I am in trouble. Incline thine ear unto me in the day when I call. Answer me speedily, for my days are consumed like smoke, and my bones are burned as an hearth. My heart is smitten and withered like grass, so that I forget to eat my bread. By reason of the voice of my groaning, my bones cleave to my skin. I am like a pelican of the wilderness. I am like an owl of the desert. I watch, and I am as a sparrow alone upon the rooftop, the housetop. Mine enemies reproach me all the day, and they that are mad against me have are sworn against me. For I have eaten ashes like bread, and mingled my drink with weeping. Because of thine indignation and thy wrath, thou hast lifted me up and cast me down. My days are like a shadow that declineth, I am withered like grass. But thou, O Lord, shalt endure forever, and thy remembrance unto all generations. Thou shalt arise and have mercy upon Zion, and the time to favor her, yea, the set time is come. So this is an interesting little section here. So basically the first um, 10 verses are just this description of all these terrible things. And as we've talked about before in these, what they call the poetry um, sections of the Old Testament, there's just kind of these repeated themes over and over again. And this one is obviously of kind of despair. But then in verse 12 and 13, the writer says, but I know that the Lord is consistent and that you are there despite all these bad things. So what this kind of speaks to me is the, uh, the power of having a good perspective on things. Um, we are eternal beings. We have existed for I don't know, millions of years, most likely. <clears throat> and our mortal experience, although it seems long to us, you know, maybe a hundred years long is just a tiny speck in the overall, um, time of our existence, of our eternal lives. And so we need to remember that our trials are going to end. God will wipe away all tears, as it talks about in the book of Revelation. That doesn't mean that we can't experience sadness or fear now. We just need to remember that it's going to end. We need to always have that little bit of hope at the end of that. Um, The lack of hope can lead to despair, and despair is a terrible feeling, and it drives all kinds of negative mental health uh, issues. And there's really nothing in the scriptures that uh, promotes the idea of despair, except for those who refuse to rely on the Savior's mercies. So we can always have hope. Um, The Savior made sure of that when he 
did his atonement. So that's just something in the middle of mental health issues, in the middle of difficulty, try to find the hope. Remember that in the eternal scheme of things, this is going to be a short time. It still will be difficult, but we're going to make it. Uh, next section, Psalm 118, verses 1 through 4. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, because his mercy endureth forever. Let Israel now say that his mercy endureth forever. Let the house of Aaron now say that his mercy endureth forever. Let them now that fear the Lord say that his mercy endureth forever. <clears throat> that repeated phrase of his mercy enduring, enduringeth forever, enduring, enduring forever, is um, really jumped out at me. And I thought, well, what does mercy have to do with mental health? And this is what I think. We are so hard on ourselves sometimes. We are can be our own worst critics about things. Uh, sometimes if if I ask people to reflect on their self-talk and figure out how much of it is negative and how much of it is positive, most people are kind of astonished to realize that they say in their minds, they say a lot of negative things about themselves on a regular basis. When people make mistakes, they often are very, very difficult, very condemning of their mistakes, and they don't give themselves adequate credit for the good things. Um, and mercy is one of the greatest characteristics of our Savior Jesus Christ, and he applies it generously to us, and he expects us to do the same. We need to have self-compassion. We need to have self-mercy. It's okay when we mess up. It's okay when we have a bad day. We need to remember that that we're going to have those and not um, you know, beat ourselves up over it. I think we should just be treating ourselves like the Savior would treat us. It's okay to make mistakes. We just get back up, recommit, and move forward. So uh, try to be merciful with yourself and your shortcomings. And uh, last one today, Psalm 119, 57, 57 through 64. Thou art my portion, O Lord. I have said that I would keep thy words. I entreated thy favor with my whole heart. Be merciful unto me according to thy word. I thought on my ways and turned my feet unto thy testimonies. I made haste and delayed not to keep thy commandments. The bands of the wicked have robbed me, but I have not forgotten thy law. At midnight I will rise to give thanks unto thee because of thy righteous judgments. I am a companion of all them that fear thee and of them that keep thy precepts. Thy earth, O Lord, is full of thy mercy. Teach me thy statutes. <clears throat> so this section focuses on the blessings that come from obedience. And there is a connection between keeping the commandments and being happy. There is a connection between keeping the commandments and having better mental health. Now, make sure you understand what I am not saying. I'm not saying that disobeying the commandments leads to negative mental health. I have to answer that question a lot. And some people say, or you're saying that mental health is the product of sin. I am not saying that mental health is the product. Mental health issues are the product of sin. I am saying the opposite, however. I'm saying as we keep the commandments, we can enjoy better mental health. I think that happens because of two ways. I think it happens because the Lord is able to bless us when we keep his commandments. I also think that the commandments are based on sound principles, things like love one another and be diligent and take care of your bodies and be kind. Doing all those things is going to improve outcomes in our mental health, even if they weren't commandments, even if they were just good ideas that man had come up with. Um, so there, there is value in our mental health, in improving our mental health, 
in keeping the commandments. The Lord has established commandments based on eternal truths, um, and we don't modify them. And I think as we go outside of those boundaries, that's where we find less happiness. So I'm simply saying that in addition to everything else you are doing to manage your mental health issues, please also consider trying to be as obedient as you can to the commandments. Um, and it's and it's about striving. It's about trying our best every day. And that way we can qualify for the Lord's blessings. So uh, as we get to this week's invitation, just a general reminder about the weekly invitations. Please don't try to do all of them. We're more than halfway through the Old Testament now, and there's like three dozen invitations that I've extended to people. It's going to be overwhelming if you try to do everyone every week. So give some thought as to which ones will be best for you, which kind of um, aspects of mental health or, or emotional functioning you'd like to work on, and then focus on those. So this week's invitation is the same as the last two weeks, because um, we've done the same uh, type of podcast. The, I just want you to do the same thing I just did. Consider a mental health or a personal issue that you're struggling with, and then go through this week's readings and try to find a truth or multiple truths that can help you with that issue. Just like we've talked about, the we found these kind of nuggets of truth and then applied them to mental health. I want you to do that for yourself with an issue that you are currently facing. And then as always, write down a plan of action that you can follow to try to implement. I've got free worksheets you can uh, have and download to remember this week's and former week's invitations. To find out how to get those, please sign up for my email newsletter, and the link is in the show notes. And I, if you love this podcast, or even if you like this podcast, uh, consider subscribing so that you can get new episodes every week, or at least have easy access to them. And also, please share this with anyone that you think could benefit from it. And I've developed a free anxiety management mini course. I'd love to get you a copy of it. It will help you um, learn how learn some basic principles on how to anx manage anxiety. If you don't have anxiety, you probably know someone who does, and you could give it to them. So if you'd like a copy of that, go to the show notes and click on that link for more information. Thanks for listening. And until next time, this is Dr. David Morgan reminding you that change is possible, but change requires action. And to always keep moving forward. Thanks for listening. If you want to learn more, please visit Dr. Morgan's website at www.drdavidtmorgan.com.